This is the Australia Report with Vic Aladev. Good day, mate. Good morning, Vic. How are you? Good morning, Kat. I'm very well, thank you. Nice to talk to you. Nice to speak to you as well. I do follow all of your reports. Um, how, how are things going down under? Oh my gosh, I cannot believe this is, you know, 10 or 12 weeks now since uh, the October 7th. Yeah. And the the spate of things that are happening is just, there's, I just need to try and cram it into the time that we have. So in no particular order, uh, we had, in, uh, f- first of all, just recently, the Israel Foreign Ministry issued a travel advisory cautioning Israelis against traveling to certain countries. Uh, and some of the countries which were listed had a higher rating, and some Australia was listed as well, but not as critical a rating as some of the other countries. But nevertheless, the fact that Israel would warn its people that it's essentially safer to be in Israel than to come to Australia is uh, was, a, was a sobering wake-up call, I hope a wake-up call for many people. Moving right along, the arts world in this country has become a battleground, a battleground for this issue. And uh, a bulletin has gone out and which claims that 3,200 people in the arts world, that being actors, producers, directors, light technicians, anyone, dancers, you name it, choreographers, anyone in that space is uh, being called on to have a day of action tomorrow, Wednesday, and to come to work wearing a Palestinian kafir, and it does, it's not clear how else where they would demonstrate their feelings against what Israel is doing, pro-Palestinian, etc., uh, etc., et and obviously with no nuance, no balance, no mention about October 7 or, or hostages or anything like that. So it's essentially, as I say, this whole art space, and it was triggered, as we mentioned in, in the previous bulletin, by three actors doing a stage, an encore after a play, and wearing a kafir, Palestinian kafirs with no notice. And in the defense of the arts company, they had no idea this was going to happen. Mm. Now, there was a major reaction from the Jewish community, and over a thousand people, I understand, have cancelled subscriptions, major donors, uh, benefactors of this art company have withdrawn, costing the company over a million dollars in, in, in sponsorships. So, so that in itself has blown out, uh, blown in the reaction. And that has triggered what I've just said, that to have a nationwide now, uh, day of action, battlefield in the art space, right across the country, triggered by that episode I just said. And then moving right along, so we had here in Sydney in the last few days, and I had the privilege of giving him in school on Friday night at Shabbat, a major in the IDF, his name is Nimrod Palmach, and some of your listeners might have heard him, he's been interviewed by Barry Weiss, the American journalist, and he was one of those who was got a call on us in Israel, got a call on October 7th, from his commander was told to report to Jerusalem and he's on his way there and he gets sent messages from family members uh, and as he told us in Shul from his ex-wife saying uh, that their children and their, their ex-wife's new boyfriend are at, I think at one of the kibbutzim on the border of Gaza 
and there's terrible things happening, please go. And he tells, calls his commander and says, I've got to go. The commander says, you are defying uh, instructions. This is a serious offense. And he says, I've got to go, I've got to go. And he turns around and, as he told us, races 200 kilometers an hour down to the border, uh, picks up his uniform on the way, calls some of his army unit friends, meet me at X point, and essentially they went into one of the kibbutzim which had already been semi-destroyed uh, and massacred by, by Hamas. And he joins up with, with other IDF people, and miraculously uh, they... They managed to, uh, they managed to kill the Hamas terrorists who were still in that kibbutz and to, and to save those who were, had not already, uh, been impacted by them. So in a, I mean, one cannot compute. We, I know we all listen to every detail, but when you're actually hearing someone who was there, who was there fighting on that day, one, one cannot even compute that. And then again, moving right along, the foreign minister of Australia, Penny Wong, has uh, announced uh, Tom <laughs> he will visit in the Middle East early next year, as in... Sorry, Vic, can I ask you... Sorry, Vic, can I ask you, please, can you just repeat that? I don't know I don't know if your hand is covering the microphone, but it's all of a sudden what you were saying became very indistinct. So, from which part? Can there we go, there we go. <laughs> okay, so you were talking oh, about Penny yeah. Wong. Yes, the Foreign Minister. So she has announced that she will be visiting Israel and other countries in the Middle East early next month. And, uh, yeah, and I don't necessarily think that's gonna, you know, solve all the problems of the world. But, um, but, uh, but, uh, but it's, yeah, it's important that she goes. And, um, and, uh, yes, yeah, so she'll be visiting Israel, etc. And important that obviously that she hears from Israel's side of the story firsthand and not, you know, uh, yet. And then again, moving right along. Um, Local government, city councils are a big thing in this country. Uh, in this state alone, there are 120 city councils. And last night, there was a motion at the city council meeting where there was a motion uh, calling for immediate ceasefire, not a mention of hostages, not a mention of Hamas, and that was passed overwhelmingly tonight at another city council where there's a strong Jewish uh, presence in the suburbs. There'll be another motion uh, on that, but but the difference tonight, though, it's 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 a motion, if I can dare say, on our side. In other words, condemning anti-Semitism and saying that there is no place for this in this country at all. And so, um, so I am hope, hopefully not overly con- um, and unduly confident that this motion will pass. And again, about condemning anti-Semitism. And so, um, it's and then just one final thing, I know we're running out of time here, is that the legislation was passed uh, banning the Nazi salute in this country, and then, and that's nationwide, and then in this state of New South Wales, where Sydney is, uh, a law which outlaws incitement to racist violence was strengthened because of all the, the, the significant number of anti-Semitic incidents which have happened since October 7, there have been no arrests other than 22 people arrested when they tried to stop a Zim cargo ship uh, docking in Sydney. And, but, that, but that was, you know, so yes, that happened. But in terms of people threatening violence uh, and worse against Jews, there had been no arrest. And that in itself is appalling. So what was significant was that, was that the law 
in that space was strengthened um, here in New South Wales. Vic, are you so, still seeing yes, are yes. you still seeing such an increase in anti-Semitic events? Because I think it was up three hundred percent in the first week, right after the October. 7th. It was, and then it shot up to five hundred percent increase. And the short answer, sadly, terribly, is yes, we are, and it's and it's and uh, some of it might not be intentionally anti-Semitic, but what it is, what we are seeing is that whether it's the Teachers Federation or the Arts World or another theatre will say, we want immediate ceasefire now, and the way it is phrased is that the culpable party in this terrible situation is one party only, and that is Israel. Without mentioning Hamas, without calling for hostages, without any without any caveat or balance or anything like that. No, because and that's now, what happens with, use, with useful idiots. That's what happens. You know, useful idiots well, are the people with multicolored hair who are all for gay rights <laughs> and are shouting for, you know, gays for a free Palestine. The biggest joke exactly is that Hamas right. would be throwing you off the top of a building. They are exactly no friends right. of homosexuals. Well, exactly. Exactly right. Useful and idiots. That is the... Uh, and, and that is, and that is what is, and as we know, in addition to that, is that people listen and people follow. And so, you know, what we cry out for, and, and it's very important to add before we end, that we do have many friends, and we do have politicians and journalists who do speak out and point out what, what needs to be pointed out. But, but unfortunately, it's the biggest and the racists who make the loudest noise. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Vic? Thank you so much. Now that I have calmed down, my producer's telling me, calm down. <laughs> so I, I just can't. I, I just can't. Idiot compassion and useful idiots. I, I just, I, I can't abide by it. Vic Aladef, I wish you, you and your family a chag Hanukkah Sameach. And, uh, God bless and thank you so much.